Hey y'all, this is your girl AJ, and a welcome to the Talk Your Shit Black Girl Podcast. You ready? <laughs> yeah. Talk your shit. Just say it out loud to see how it feels. People say, don't say this, don't say that. Just say it out loud, just see how it feels. Weigh all the options. Nothing's off the table. What's up, y'all? I know it's been a few weeks since y'all have heard from me. But I don't know if you can tell, but my voice is still kind of a little fucked up. I um was sick for a few weeks and with that sickness came me being hoarse to where I couldn't talk at all most days. So yeah, for the most part, I'm gaining my voice back little by little. And yeah, so I'm here to say it's motherfucking Pride Month. Yay! Cues clapping in the background. It's June 1st, so yeah, Pride Month has officially kicked off. An entire month to celebrate people of the LGBTQ plus community. And I'm ready to scream it from the motherfucking rooftops. Woo woo! Um, since it's Pride Month, I guess I'll begin this month off with sharing a little of my story. Um, crazy thing is, I wasn't always this way. And what I mean by that is, I wasn't always loud and proud about my sexuality. For the longest, I hid who I was. I lacked pride all while still living an out life. I know it sounds weird, but let me fucking explain it to y'all. So, although I've been out for 14 years, this year makes 14 years I have been out. Woo! Yay! I still felt for a while, for a long time, like I was um, hiding who I was when I stepped foot out of the door, like out of my house, out of my comfort. I hid my life from almost every job I worked in. I hid my personal life in college, not from my, you know, the friends who knew me and the friends that I met. But for the most part, when I went to class and whenever I moved around, I hid who I was. Like I, I would go to like these events, um, and I was a part of these programs that I was so scared for anybody to find out, you know, who I was. Like, that I liked girls, that I have a girlfriend, you know, that type of shit. And I, I, I never really understood why. Um, Just being in public, period, and being out... I mean, I was out, but being in public, it was weird for me. That I don't know, it was just a weird thing for me, and I um I tended to blame it on me having PDA problems, but the truth was, I didn't want to be judged, or I didn't want 
my sexuality being used against me. I didn't want people to say, see, oh, she has a girlfriend. Oh, she's gay. Oh, now let's condemn her. I I don't know. But I guess that, that stems from, like, issues that I went through in the past. I'm not going to say I guess. Uh, being in the spiritual journey, I'm going to speak it and I'm going to speak it truthfully. It stems from shit that I went through in my past. Because when I when I did come out, I I wasn't completely crucified like other people was, but I, you know, it wasn't nice. It uh, was very fucking depressing and all that extra shit that came with it. And that was whenever I came out. I was actually outed before I came out. <laughs> I was outed two years before I came out. So, yeah, that's that. Since I technically started, let's get a little bit more into my business. Because, look, I know y'all like that. I know y'all like the tea or whatnot. Um, me. I, uh, but, and I mean, what do I mean by my business? I mean, let, I mean, it's Pride Month. Let's talk about my coming out story. Let's talk about me just living my good old life gay <laughs> my good old gay life um so i was um very much interested in boys for a long time for for a long time but there was always this inkling and if you are one of my family members and you're listening to this respect my mind that's all i gotta say respect my motherfucking mind that's it um I always looked at females a little differently and I didn't understand it, but also I knew I liked boys. So I, um, didn't think anything of it. And during my elementary days, I, I hung around with some white girls. Um, yes, I'm unapologetically black. But let me tell you, in elementary school, the black girls were fucking bullies. And um, they were very much fucking judgmental. So I found my comfort with the white, with the girl, the white, the girl, the group of white girls. And um, they accepted me. And these group of white girls, we, of course, they were fucking ahead of ahead of everybody else. They um, eventually started to, um, I guess, call themselves by and uh, date one another or whatever. And I was just the the you know the black friend that hung around with them. It wasn't I didn't have anything to do with that. I just hung around with them. And so, at my elementary school, the black girls would see me hang around with these girls, and they would say, "Oh, you know, you dyke, you're gay, blah 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 blah." And and I would be like, how the fuck y'all call like like how the fuck y'all calling me gay just because I'm hanging around with people? Like what kind of fucking ignorant ass shit y'all on? You know, I would say shit like that in my mind, but I wouldn't tell it to them because I was I was young and I was shy. So and I was fucking emotional. So most of the time I fucking cried about it. Again, I I mean, I'm I, I would like to say that I'm over a lot of the shit that some of them girls put me through, but honestly, look. I'm still healing. Fuck y'all, but I'm still healing. Um, 
I wasn't, I, I did not consider myself gay or bi or anything when I was hanging around with those girls in elementary school. So, um, because I was bullied a lot and picked on, I, um, I, I filled out my own paperwork to switch schools. My mom did, she refused to let me switch schools because she did not believe that the new school that was being formed was legit. She was like, oh no, it sounds like a scam. You're not doing it. And I literally was like, my mama could say what she won't. I'm in seventh, uh, and I'm, and by the way, I'm in seventh grade at the time. My mama could say what she won't. I'm filling out this paperwork and I'm going to this school. <laughs> And I legit filled out the paperwork. I forged my mom, my mom's signature because I learned how to forge my mom's signature. I don't know why, because I made good grades and shit. But I learned how to forge her signature. I forged it on the paper, sent the paper in, had uh, I mean, sent in my my audition tapes, auditioned for the school. My dad took me to the audition, and I got accepted into the school. Yay, greatest fucking time of my life because I was so happy to leave that fucking dump of a school. It wasn't the school, it was the people. It was the fucking people, I'm going to tell you that. It, and it wasn't the teachers because I love the teachers. It was the fucking kids, the people that I was raised around, people that I had knew from fucking Head Start. It was the fucking worst. I um got accepted into the school and I went to this new school and, you know, this new place I wanted to be this new person like I, I was sick of being the shy quiet person I wanted to be a person that expressed myself and made friends and was just out there I mean I had like have fun 444 I see y'all the ancestors um I so I, I made a, a vow to myself that I would never be that shy little girl again and I went to that school. I seen some of my friends from another uh, school that was close to ours that I took band with. Made friends. And also um, introduced myself to new people. And, you know, it was, it was, it was fucking great. I, I, I met new people. That was the greatest thing ever. Um, I met uh, this person. And, I mean, this girl. And although there's some other details about this situation, which I'm, that I'm not gonna discuss on here, because you know, if me and her were to talk to talk about this, she'd fucking deny it through her teeth, even though we know it's both. I mean, we both know it's true. Um, some stuff happened, and then um, me and her met in a class together, and we became super duper um close, like best friends. And, you know, it was, it was different because I had other friends and I had a best friend already, but, but, you know, my connection with her was different and I didn't know whether, I, I didn't know she was gay or any, or not, you know, I wasn't gay. I was still, I still had boyfriends and was still messing with guys on, on, on the slick. And I'm saying I wasn't gay, but now looking back, I was very much fucking gay, <laughs> Um, she started dealing with a person and again, she will deny this through her teeth completely. She will say, I did not, but everybody else, everybody knows everybody who went to school with us. They, they knew, um, it was like an experimental thing, but then, um, we had became close and she started to come to my house and spend the night and stuff like that. So, and during this time, 
I found myself looking at her differently. And I was like, wait, what? What the fuck is going on? How the fuck am I? Why the fuck am I feeling this way? Why am I looking at her like this? But I've ne- I didn't tell her anything. And um, she, I don't know. It was, it was so weird because it was like she was beauty and I was captivated by her. It was so weird and it was and it was so new I I had never felt that way about anyone before I thought I had been in love before but that was I I mean I guess I hadn't been I um got butterflies in my stomach when I was around her and I was like what this is my best friend you know why am I tripping and I was like uh she she messing with this person so ain't about to ain't nothing about to happen anyway so just just chill out just do your thing just uh, just chill and look I'm getting nervous my my palms are sweating right now just talking about it um it was weird I don't know how else to put it it was a weird feeling because I had never remembered looking or feeling this way about a female and I didn't even know what I was feeling honestly I just knew that I was feeling something different than what I normally felt for a friend and um one day we were uh kicking it at my mom's house she came over um because again her and her sibling would come over a lot and come spend a night and stuff like that we were kicking it at my mom's house after getting off the bus and watching a movie in my mom's room and literally like clowning around and stuff like that. And then she she gives me a kiss on the cheek. It was the cutest thing. She gives me a kiss on the cheek. I gave her a kiss on the cheek back. Gave me a kiss on the forehead. I gave her a kiss on the forehead back. We did a few of those things until we literally locked lips. And it was something... Again, that I had never fucking felt before in my life. And I was, I don't know, I don't—I wouldn't say I was taken back by it because it was something that I wanted, but I, it's like I wanted it, but I didn't want it because I was scared. I didn't know how to react to it. But from that moment on, like, I was, look, I was in love. I was in fucking love. I was in fucking love. I'm not going to fucking lie. She was my... Fr- and then, um, eventually we became girlfriends. I don't even know. I don't even remember. I, I think that from that moment on, it was just... It just was what it was. <laughs> we were girlfriends. Um, and it was cute because it was our secret. Literally, no one else knew but me and her. And... We would um, sneak around at school and, you know, make out in the bathrooms or at at my at my house. We would lay down in the bed and cuddle with each other. And my mom, <laughs> my mom on the slick, I think she kind of sort of knew because my mom would be like, uh-uh, leave the door open or don't lock the door, leave a crack in the door or something like that. And I'd be like, wait, what? what for what and then and now you know if I talk to my mom now about it my mom will all will say she was like I knew something was going on she was like I didn't didn't want to think that something was going on she was like but in the back of my head I had a feeling something was going on because y'all were too close y'all were close y'all were closer than you have been with any of your other friends like literally everywhere you uh you would go she would go y'all would literally sit 
directly next to each other and lay up lay up underneath each other and stuff like that and she was like I just wasn't used to that that so I knew something was going on but she kind of denied it she yeah she kind of denied it that relationship or it it changed my whole entire life I was so used to the the thrill of I don't know I'm I'm not gonna say the thrill but I was so used to the secrecy that um I didn't think about what would happen had we ever been found out about um I just knew that I was in love I just knew that this person this beautiful person inside and out was the love of my life we again would sneak around and I just knew that that was that was look that was the funnest fucking thing ever and I had never again I never had experienced that um and this happened my eighth grade year by the way um that it was it was all good and everything was fine until um her parent found um some notes (laughs) found some notes from me to her in her um school clothes pocket whenever she was going to wash her clothes and um called my parents and you know told my parents you know I think that there there may be something going on between your daughter and mine and my parents questioned me about it and when they questioned me I told them I was like no I love boys like what why would y'all even say something like this you know um, that's when I kind of switched up and I kind of became, uh, I guess I would say a not so good person. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say a not so good person. I just, there was my, I felt like my secret had been exposed. And although I never, ever wanted her to be a secret, I felt like, you know, I wasn't ready for that. I didn't even know what I was. I didn't know how to explain the feelings that I was I was having. I didn't know how to deal with it. So being having my parents two 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 having my parents know something about me so intimately about me that I didn't even know myself was hard especially as a 13 year old you know I'm uh, I'm just making it to my teenage years and I'm trying to understand what the fuck is going on and before I even get a chance to process it you know I'm, I'm basically outed and um from that moment on stuff started to change I mean it didn't change a lot because we still hit around and made out and still did those things but from that moment on I was trying to prove to everyone else that I wasn't gay so I was doing shit I had no business I mean not to put all the business out of there but doing shit I had no business which you know if you ever listen to this, you know who you are. I, I uh, completely and 
you know, totally fucking apologize for everything that I put you through because of my fucking insecurities and my shit that I was going through personally. Um, and I hope that one day we can talk about it. I'm pretty sure we talked, we may have touched on it a little bit, but, but, but not as much as I would like to. And eventually, you know, one day I hope that we can talk about it and discuss it and come to understanding. But <laughs> back to what I was saying, I was outed. And once I was outed, I kind of, I don't know, that that kind of goes back to the whole, you know, me not wanting people to know. I, 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 it was also a thing between us, like, oh, no, I would never date another girl. You are the only person that I would ever date, the only girl that I would ever date. It was the weirdest little situation ever, but we were also very fucking young. Um, Safe to say, neither one of us ever held on to that, uh, that stupid-ass shit about never dating girls again. We both are, I guess, very much so lesbians, or I'm not sure what she is, but... Very much, I'm very much so a lesbian. Um, yeah, so once I was outed, I, um, I started talking to guys again just to, I guess, prove to my parents that I wasn't gay. And that put a, a big strain on, on our relationship. And then once strains started coming on our relationship, I started talking to other people and, and you know, you know, it was, it was a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> And mostly on my part because I was trying to hide who I really was. Um, and I'm sad that I, I, looking back at it, I'm sad that I put her through that instead of just me just being real. But I'm pretty sure that if I would have been real in eighth grade, my parents would have been like, "Ah, bitch, you're leaving this school and you're going to the other school that you were supposed to be going to in the first place." So, um. It's some things that I wish that I could take back, but some things, you know, I'm older. I'm almost 30 now. I mean, the only thing we can do is grow from it. And Lord knows I've grown from it. Um, But yeah, I mean, that's, that is what it is. And that's, that's the reason why I, um, I brought up my, um, personal situation, but um, I continued on living my gay life. I started to come out to friends. When did I come out to my friends? I would say probably around like ninth grade year. Like I hid it for a long time. My best friend literally didn't know for the longest. And that was my other best friend. She didn't know for the longest. And I, when I told it to her, I, I think I was crying when I told it to her. Cause I was like, I don't want you to stop being my best friend because I'm fucking, cause I like a girl because you know, I'm in a relationship with this girl. <laughs> and she was like, she was like, I wouldn't stop being your friend because you, you like, cause you're with a girl. She was like, I don't know what kind of shit you think, I, who, who you think I am. I wouldn't stop being your friend because you like a girl. And I, and then from there, I was like, man, why? Why the fuck did I even think that this shit would, this type of shit would even happen? I don't know. But you know, when you're in that mindset, you don't want people, again, it's a, ju- a judgment thing. It's like, I don't want people to judge me. I don't want people to condemn me. I don't want people to stop being my friend. And I don't want people to, I don't know, attack or use that against me. You know, it was a lot of things. And I think that all of that played major roles in my like self-confidence 
which makes a lot of fucking sense. I, um, I came out to my parents in 10th grade. So yeah, I'm, I'm just skipping through the grades. I came out to my parents in 10th grade. The way that fucking happened, a girl that I was talking to at the time, I was, I, I look, I don't know. I, I, I've got this new thing where I'm just like, look, if you didn't last past a certain amount of years, you, you wasn't really a girlfriend. You was just a situation. I was just, or somebody that I was dating. Um, the person that I was dating for a little bit had went to jail and I was depressed and crying outside. My mom came outside. She was like, what's wrong? And I'm just like, nothing. And she was like, no, really what's wrong? And I'm just like, Oh, it's nothing. And she went in the, the house and it came back and I was still crying. And she was like, no, tell me what's wrong. And I was like, you want to know what's wrong? Y'all, this is how I, I fucking told my mom that I was gay. It, she was like, my fucking girlfriend is in jail. She fucking did some shit she ain't had no business and she in jail. Or the girl that I'm dating that's is in jail. And mom was like, it's it's going to be okay. You know, it's going to be all right. And I was like, please don't tell daddy. I'm going to tell daddy when I'm ready. Don't tell daddy. At, look, let me tell y'all something. My mama didn't even let everything just fall in place. She immediately went to tell my daddy. And because of that, things became so fucking awkward. So what I did was I literally packed a bag and went to my best friend's house. And I stayed to my best friend's house for like, I don't know, like a week or two. Like a week. And my mom called and she was like, you really need to come home because, you know, you you need to talk. I mean, you need to confront confront your dad. You need to talk to him and I was like I'll come home but you know if there's any problems I'm dipping and at that time it, I was a teenager so I'd already had a little bit of problems with my daddy even though I'm a dad I'm a big daddy's girl but I had problems with my daddy during my teenage years and then it changed into me being very close to my daddy and then me having problems with my mama it was just a big fucking mess I um I came back home and me and daddy went like three days without talking to each other. Like we would pass each other by and not say anything because I was just like, fuck, my mama just fucking ruined my life. Like I shouldn't have told her anything. I should just kept the shit to myself. And um, one day daddy called me into the room and asked me to fix my plate of food or something like that. And I was like, oh, yes, sir. And I would go fix his food. And my mama came in. She was like, that was him breaking the ice. Now, can we, can we get, can we, can everybody just start talking about anything? It doesn't even have to be about that. Just, can everybody just start talking again? And from that moment on, it was, it just was what it was. Daddy just, daddy just didn't like the fact that he was like, well, damn, if she gonna, if she gonna be gay and date girls, why she got, why she dating girls that dress like dudes and stuff? Like why she can't date pretty girls? <laughs> and, and I was just like. I don't know. I just like what I like. And don't get me wrong. I do like, you know, feminine women. But I, I am, I, I'm very, like, I, like I, I have that masculine side of me. And I need someone else to be a little more masculine than me. 11-11, I see you. Um, I need someone to be a little more masculine than me to help me cool down that masculine side. And, be, you know, become a little more feminine. Because I've always been that... I've always been like that strong, that strong person, like that, that 
I mean, I don't know how to explain it. Fuck. I just like what I fucking like. Ugh, it is what it is. Mind your business. But, yeah, um, coming out was not easy at all. My mom, in the beginning, said that she accepted me, but turned out a few weeks down the line, she really didn't accept me. And that was a whole big deal. I went through hell and back with my mom. That's why I said that it went from me and my dad not getting along to me me and my dad become getting closer and me, then it being me and my mom not getting along. Me and my mom had I got, me coming out put a a big strain on my um my, me and my mom's relationship. Um I had already felt this disconnect with my mom before that because my mom was very much closer to my sister than she was me. But after that point, the disconnect was so much more than what it was before that. Um, I could, I didn't feel like I could, I had anyone in my home to talk to. I felt alone. I mean, for the most part, I felt alone. I felt mama blamed a lot of um, the stuff that she was going through on me coming out. And um, not only that, she would. And I and look, my mama is a lot better now, so I ain't trying to uh put her out there like like she's some crazy ass woman. But you know, she did go through her emotions. She went through her emotions, and she, and it hurt me. It it hurt me. It hurt me, and it damaged. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna be honest because this is my podcast. It damaged me. It caused a lot of damage in my life. Um, and a lot of people don't know this people who I was close to, I, I wasn't sharing this. I I will go to school sometimes completely depressed. Look like I had probably been crying for days, which I, I probably was because mama would blame a lot of the shit, a lot of shit on me. Like me coming out, me coming out. She like literally dropped out of school Cause she was in college at the time. She was she dropped out of school, um, because she was like I couldn't take my final, because all I could think about was you. Like, do you know what you put me through? Da, 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 da. Like that type of shit. Like, she just blamed a lot of shit on me, a lot of shit that was going wrong in her life on me. And I was tenth grade. That's fifteen. 16 15 16 years old at the time so imagine little 15 16 year old me having basically the fucking weight of the world on my shoulders it it was rough it was extremely rough and extremely depressing i went through a lot of um shit internally and i um i ruined a lot of relationships because of shit that I was going through I didn't I didn't have anybody I felt like I didn't have anybody to confide in but I don't get me wrong my best friend at the time she she just she allowed basically they opened up their home to me I went I would go there and I would just sleep and basically fucking cry and just you know I guess live because I didn't know what else to fucking do it was it was rough it was very rough 
And also, um, Mama, I'm not going to say she got, she got over it. She didn't get over it, but she didn't, um, she wasn't too bad about it. I mean, come, I'm, I'm, and I'm, and I'm jumping years now because yeah, it took her a long time to, to get over it, but I'm jumping years now. So when I got to maybe, I don't know, fucking 12th grade or something, cause 11th grade, she tripped out. She would trip out on me for a little shit. Um, 10th grade, she would trip out on me for a little shit. 12th grade, she tripped out. Uh, she actually didn't trip out on me in 12th grade. Did she trip out on me as well? Yeah, no, she did in the beginning. But, um, but towards, towards the mid and end of my 12th grade year, she was a little more, she was more open about it. Um, she loved my, the, my first girlfriend, my, my mom loved her. And she loved her because of the fact that she, again, was my friend. And she would come spend the night and she would come over all the time. So she knew her as a person. So that was never the problem. It was always problems, you know, with every fucking thing else. Um, my mama became um, more open to it. And then she finally asked me, like, the summer before I entered college. She was like, oh, when I came out. When I came out, I told my mom, I was like, I'm bi. Knowing damn well I wasn't no motherfucking bi. I just, I knew it. I knew I wasn't. I knew I wasn't. I just, I, I used that as like a cover up because I knew that, you know, if, if if I feel like this with this girl, then imagine how the fuck I'm going to feel with another f- female. You know what I'm saying? With other females, you know, if, if I was, to, if we weren't to uh, last long. I, um, summer before college, my mom was driving one day and she asked me, she was like, you're not bi, huh? I was like no ma'am i'm not i was like what gave you that idea she was like because once you came out as by i had never seen you with a dude ever since then i was like well i mean i was just hoping that you would catch on and that i wouldn't have to tell you nothing and then from that moment i mean i guess she just realized you know it is what it is you can't like you can't change me oh she even when i was in high school she would even try to She'd even give my my phone number out to guys, you know, on her, I mean, 18-year-olds, like, on her college campus and, like, oh, this is my beautiful daughter, you know, and she's single. And I'm just like, I'm not fucking single. And why are you giving people my phone numbers? Like, it was the weirdest fucking shit ever. Dudes would call my phone. One dude, I mean, I remember one dude. I don't remember more than that. But one dude called my phone and he was talking to me or, or he texted my phone and I was like, my mom gave you my, my number and I didn't tell her to do that. So sorry that you wasted your time. <laughs> like she tried, she tried her best to get me to just not be dating women, but sorry, mom, I do what the fuck I want. Uh, um, when the motherfucking, um, shit when the whole same-sex marriage thing came out and it was it was starting to be legalized in um, many different places um I thought my mama was was over you know you know me being straight <laughs> me not dating both like over that whole phase of my life because I'm gonna call it a phase it was a phase me liking boys but her opinions came full out whenever they decide to legalize uh 
gay marriage. Oh my gosh, she had everything to say under the sun, how it was a sin. Also, am I, I know I'm not the only one who was told by their parent, do you know what the Bible says about people, gay people? Do you know that you're going to go to hell? And I, and, and when my mama told me that, y'all, the things that I want, look, I said a lot of shit because I didn't hold my tongue. But the things that I wanted to say, I couldn't even say it to my mama because, look, I was young at the time. I was like, I can't believe she really throwing this Bible in my face. Like, she go to church every weekend. And then after that, she started going to church. <laughs> I was like, well, damn, at least I, I mean, I, I got her, I got her going to church. But she really threw a, threw a Bible verse in my face. Like, are you serious? So you really going to tell me, going to condemn my ass to hell because of somebody that I love? Like, and this goes back to um one of my other segments that I spoke about. Um, But yeah, whenever same-sex marriage came about, mama was not happy about that. And I was like, I thought you was over all of that. I was like, do you realize you have a gay daughter? And she put it on Facebook. That's what made it the, made it worse. And I and when she talked her shit on Facebook, I literally put laughing faces under her status, and she blocked me because I was like, like, do you realize that you have a gay daughter, and you're talking shit and bashing, you know, stuff that could potentially lead to me getting married and living a a happy life with a with a future spouse? You know what I'm saying? And then I call, of course, I called my daddy and I was just like, do you know what she's doing on the internet? Do you know what the shit that she's posting on the internet? My daddy was like, don't let that get to you. You already know how your mama is. <laughs> um, and you know, I had to, I had to suck up a lot of shit. Again, this is not a me bashing my mama thing. This is just what I really went through. I really went through this shit. I can't lie. I mean, there's more details that I'm not adding because shit. Y'all don't need to know all my business. There's a lot of details that I left out again, but y'all don't need to know all my business. But I would like to say that my mama is in a better place now. I mean, I'm I'm 29 years old. So she knows she can't control shit over here. <laughs> I love her to death, but she can't control nothing over here. And, I, and she don't say anything about it. She know. You know, she, I, when I have a, a, um, a girlfriend, I mean, each girlfriend that I've had, I mean, they all met my mama. So it's not really, and she only didn't like one of them. Oh, <laughs> uh, but I mean, other than that, it, I guess it just is what it is. I know that this, this, this podcast lasted a long time, but then again, I, I was, I, I like to tip tell stuff in details i have a problem with that but you know what it's my, that's how i communicate that's how i communicate um i would like this month's podcast to go to to be like an open platform for people to express themselves like tell me you're coming out a story tell me if you didn't come out, just tell tell me some things about you. I might do some group um podcasts soon about being gay and proud and you know coming out or not coming out and reasonings behind it. So stay tuned. 
Again, I know this podcast lasted a long time, but I hope y'all still listening. If you are, I highly appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening to me. Just tell you my story and just, uh, I'm not going to say ramble because this time I actually, you know, planned out things that I, I was saying. My story was rambling, but that's my story. My story is my story and I'm sticking to it. Um, Again, thank you for listening. I appreciate y'all. Leave me some reviews. Leave me some some five star reviews, some thumbs up, whatever, whatever good reviews you can leave. Leave it. Um. Also, leave me voice messages. I want to hear you, what y'all have to say. What y'all think about this? You, it, you don't. Your voice message does, doesn't even have to make it onto an actual podcast. But leave me voice messages that I can listen to. I would like to know what y'all think about it. What what would you like to hear me talk about? Again, you guys are highly appreciated. Thank you. Peace. I don't do shit halfway. I'ma clear the cachet. I'ma make my name last. Put that on my last name. It's a different type of rules that we obey.